Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is Dapper Dividends number 73, and it is Christmas morning, December 25th, 2020. My kids are still sleeping. They were up a little bit late. We were watching movies last night, so I'm being a little bit more quiet here. And we watched <clears throat> we watched Home Alone, which I forgot how good of a movie that was. Home Alone was really, uh, really actually a fun movie. A little bit of, of slapstick and some good acting, good actors. And I was initially wanted to watch something I haven't seen before, but my kids settled on Home Alone and it was uh yeah, it was pretty good. It didn't it didn't disappoint. So real quick, what happened in the markets this week? About flat, kind of rolling into the end of the year here. Next year I think we're gonna keep going up. I I don't I think there's gonna need to be a catalyst to send the market the other direction. But just with the Fed keeping rates low, investors are are starved for yield. There's really nowhere else to go. They're kind of corralling us, like people, investors, like herd, like uh, herded cattle into the stock market. Where else are you going to get yields over one and two percent? It's ridiculous now. The interest rates are so stupidly low. You almost have nowhere else to go. But, you know, unfortunately for, for us dividend growth investors, that is pushing prices up. But I, I as I say, I'm buying for income. I'm buying income streams. I'm buying for that money I look at as a sunk cost, as I say a lot. I look at that as I'm trading my dollars for a continually growing stream of income from fantastic companies. That's what we're doing. So basically the S&P lost 6.35 points or about 0.2%, 0.2%. The Dow, the Dow rose, you know, the Dow I think is antiquated, honestly, 30 industrial companies. It's, it's an interesting benchmark, but I think that it's, you know, I think the NASDAQ one day could overtake the Dow. You know, we'll see, but the Dow rose 20 points or about 0.1%, so flat. And the NASDAQ rose 49 points or about 0.4%. So they're all just basically flat for the week. But curiously, when I was looking up these numbers, the NASDAQ is up 42% on the year. So I like the NASDAQ going forward. And if anybody's invested in the NDX, I think is the uh, NASDAQ index, the indice, you know, Hey, I think it's going to keep going up. Everybody's tech, 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 right? And that's why this week I'm going to be buying Cisco. I know I said I was going to buy Cisco this past week, but the best of me got, I, I put some more money into Kimberly Clark because it's pretty far below my average. That's one of the best deals I'm seeing out there right now for dividend growth investors is Kimberly Clark. I think uh, ticker symbol KMB is solid. I really like them. I'm going to make this a somewhat quicker episode. I really just wanted to get it out there where the kids are going to get up soon. Who's that stutter? The kids are going to get up soon and they're going to do gifts. And then we got to trundle off to my uh, mother and father-in-law's house to their grandparents' house. We go and we got gifts there. Their cousins are coming over and we're going to have dinner there and I'll be there all day. So I won't be home until tonight. So I'm squeezing in this podcast to get it done in and out. And what was I talking about? Cisco. Yeah. So Cisco, I, I do like them. I think that they are just a little bit undervalued. Uh, Kimberly Clark, I bought, as I said, I was going to add Cisco. Morningstar, you know, for a point of reference, this is 
going back to a few weeks ago, they have their fair value estimate at $48. And, you know, I think they're, they're, as I said, they're putting the, sorry, my wife is texting. I equated them on my last YouTube video to the people that sold the picks and shovels during the last gold rush. You know, they sell a lot of hardware um, and and the tech tech uses hardware. They're selling a lot of that. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think as I think of that, it just hit my mind that um, there's a REIT out there that is data centric, meaning that they sell the space that all the data servers go into because as everybody's online and there's just, I don't even know how you quantify the amount of data that's being stored. The hardware has to be created, but the hardware has to be put somewhere. And I will make a note right now to look that up and I will <laughs> knock over my microphone. I will talk about it on the next uh yeah, data centers. I, I can't think of the name of it. It's not what, no, I don't know what it is. But anyway, you can Google it, look it up. So yeah, Cisco, I like them. I think they pay a solid uh, growing dividend. They have plenty of cash flow and I touched on them in my last YouTube video. And tomorrow I'll, I'm going to do a video with my kids. I gave them money for Christmas and they put money in the stock market. I'm going to tell you exactly what they bought here in just a second. And as I was looking through news last night, something caught my eye. Actually, it's a company I don't invest in, but Coca-Cola, ticker symbol KO. This this news article really caught my eye that they're cutting 2,000 plus jobs in a effort to reorganize and restructure, which they started this pre-pandemic, but the pandemic just kicked it into high gear is what they're using it as a catalyst. So there you go. They used the pandemic as a catalyst to just say, you know what, let's, let's kitchen sink it. Let's do this. Let's, let's restructure. Let's try and turn the ship around. I see AT&T starting to do that, trying to pay down more debt. Uh, AT&T, if you don't know, it was the big news. Everybody's doing videos on it. They did freeze the dividend. Uh, well, not freeze it. They didn't raise it. They, they still can maintain their aristocrat status. I don't know which quarter they have to raise it by next year, but they have one or two quarters, I believe, to play with. That's, um, yeah, I think they're going to be okay. They're trying to turn their ship around. I think of them as a gigantic, I was on an aircraft carrier, and you can't just turn that thing around right away. It takes a bit of time to turn that around and go in the opposite direction, kind of like a big ship. They don't they don't turn around really quickly. It takes a while. So Coca-Cola, I think, is doing that. In Q3 sales, they had a 9% drop. Overall, their sales, from what I saw, were, are stagnating and costs are rising. So cutting expenses is going to be key to making them leaner and meaner. And if you don't know, labor is an expense. That's why when people clamor for increases in wages, that's a labor cost. And labor, like it or not, labor is an expense. Businesses have to factor that in. They don't. They can't just give raises without not having to factor that into something else. So they're giving severances of about $550 million. And what are they also eliminating? I found this interesting. They're eliminating Hubert's Lemonade, Odwalla Juices, and Tab Soda. I used to 
remember seeing tab everywhere. It was the the new thing when I was a kid. If you go back to the eighties, there's some pretty fun, pretty fun commercials about tab. It was everywhere. And I had a friend, a good friend that when he drank soda, he would drink tab. And I think it was a, I think it was a, a, um, Back to the future thing about tab. He said, Michael J. Fox, right? He said, I put it out. Give me a tab. And the guy said, you want to start a tab? <laughs> I, think, I love it. Anyway, I'm going to make this one quicker too. I say that a lot, don't I? So they, uh, yeah, they're dumping weak sales. It, the things that are selling that have been weak, they're using this opportunity to cut, make themselves leaner, meaner fighting machine as they shift to healthier beverages such as Powerade and their smart waters, the teas, the coffees, and uh, hard seltzer. They did partner with Molson Coors. I don't, I should, I don't remember the name of it, but they're trying to get into uh, alcohol. And you know, it's coming. There was rumor about CBD infused drinks. That is going to be coming as restrictions continue to ease on the marijuana. They're gonna, they're definitely going into CBD. And the more I say that, the more I, you know, I don't invest in Coke. I invest in Pepsi because Pepsi is so diverse across snacks and not just snacks, but every, almost every morning I have their Quaker Oats. And I just like that so much more. And I think that's the price disparity is that you see the market understands and knows this. The language of the market is telling you that Pepsi is just more diverse and they have more things that people need to live food. So Coca-Cola is basically from what I understand, a strictly a beverage company where Pepsi is a mix of beverage and consumer packaged goods, which, which is why I love them, which is why I'm so secure. And I'm buying one share of Pepsi every week until I hit that magic hundred. And that's, um, so I can start selling com- some covered calls because there's a really high premium and it's a lot easier with the blue chips because it's easier to predict their price movements. There's not really going to be something like a Neo, which screwed me, that they go, Pepsi's not going to raise a thousand percent in price in five or six months. It's just not going to happen. And that's why I got bit with the Neo covered calls. We'll leave that for another day and we'll wrap up here on Coca-Cola that. They are also focusing on digital online. Again, I just I love Pepsi. Going back to Pepsi, they started their snacks.com and their pantryshop.com. I think it was pantryshop.com. I hope it was. If it's not, I apologize. 10% of their market share, only 10% of their Coca-Cola's market share is in developing and emerging markets, which I think that leaves a lot of room for expansion. And they were rolling out into 14 new markets this year, last year, 20, we're almost in 21. So in 20, um, 25%, little few numbers here, 25% net margin. I like that. That is really healthy. I like anything over basically 10% net margin is the average they say, and then pushing 20% is really good. So 25% is fantastic. 28 times forward earnings. So the projected earnings they're trading at, they're a little bit expensive where Pepsi is only 26 times forward earnings. So Pepsi is a little bit of a better value than Coca-Cola right now. Although Coca-Cola is still 12% from the pre-pandemic high where Pepsi is setting new all-time highs. 
Coke still has a little bit to go, but it's it's about fairly fairly valued. The dividend yield, which we all love here, is 3.07%, about 14.29% three-year growth. I think that's super good. That is <laughs> super good. There's some good English. And they do pay $1.64 a year. But the key is that what people love, 58 years of consecutive growth, although because of the pandemic and earnings uh, and sales being down, the 95 the the free cash flow payout ratio is 95%. So Pepsi was up there too around I think 92%. They're both up there. They're both that's that's going to get better as as things start to stabilize and return to normal. And th- that's basically Coke. My kids own them as I'm going to roll into what they bought. I don't own any Coca-Cola anywhere other than I'm sure in mutual funds that are in my um main uh, IRA retirement account. So that's Coke. Do you invest in Coke? Let me know. And I I don't know. It's really hard for me to. I want to say I like it, but I got Pepsi. And if Coke goes into CBD-infused drinks, you know Pepsi's going to go into CBD-infused drinks. I'm pretty damn certain of that. So I'm going to get that exposure with Pepsi. Although I do like that they are going into alcohol, but then you think... Are they really going to, you know, I guess you put the Coke name on something alcoholic and adults tie Coca-Cola to their childhood. They're going to want to stick with Coke. It's it's a novelty thing. They got that, that's that intangible, right? They have that, that logo, that panache, that je ne sais quoi. They have their, um, they have their logo and the name, the name Coca-Cola. As I take a sip of Nestle Pure Life here, which uh, people, if you don't know, I should know this. I'm so bad. I, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I just woke up. I was going to, never mind. Hold on. All right. Got some of that Nestle Pure Life water. So I gave $150 to my daughter, Ivy, and 300 to my daughter, Josie, because her birthday is December 28th in a couple days here. So what we did is I gave them uh, my daughter Ivy for her for their birthdays. I give them 150 bucks to invest in their custodial account. Something I started last year, and Ivy had 150 dollars, and I told her on Schwab you do fractions. There's they call it Schwab slices. You can do as little as five dollars into any company. So out of her 150 bucks, she put 10 dollars into Starbucks ticker symbol SBUX. $10 into Walmart, ticker symbol WMT. She does own Starbucks and Walmart already. Those are not new positions. This one was. She wanted to put money into Amazon. Uh, we have Amazon stopping by the house every week, multiple times a week, as I'm sure many of you do. So great company, although they don't pay a dividend. Hey, that's fine. I think at, at some point they're going to do a reverse split here to bring that price down a little bit. I'm quite frankly surprised they haven't reverse split already, but she put $20 into Amazon and then another new position. She put $20 into Apple, ticker symbol AAPL. So those are two brand new positions for her, for Amazon and Apple. And then $10, excuse me, she put $10 into Coca-Cola, who we just talked about, ticker symbol KO. She did own them. Both of my kids own Coke. And 
$10 into Disney, although I thought Disney's a little high right now. Man, they are behemoth. And I let them pick this. I let them they I let them put money into stuff they know and use and like because I'm trying to get them invest in, invested and interested in the market. So she put $10 into Disney and $10 into McDonald's, ticker symbol MCD, which is a new position for her. Kids know McDonald's. They see them everywhere. I'm always pointing them out as we drive around. I, I'm trying to educate them and get them to learn. So I point out the Starbucks, the McDonald's, and I say, look at look at the people there that are in line. That's all money. That's people that are like it, good or bad. Doesn't matter. Just like with something I bought, Altria. People want to smoke. They're going to smoke. They're adults. If that's legal and that's what they get enjoyment from, then I don't see why I should not make money from that as well alongside of Altria. So she did that with McDonald's. And then her last, she put the remaining, I had to help out it, not like uh, a buck or buck or so. She bought a share of Kellogg's. She loves Kellogg's cereals and we have some Kellogg's protein bars. So she bought a full share of Kellogg's, ticker symbol K. And that was 150 bucks if you add all that up. And then to my daughter, who is about to be 12 here in three days, my daughter, Josie, Josephine, we call her Fiend. <clears throat> she got 300 bucks because 150 for Christmas and 150 for her birthday. She started a new position in Apple also, but she wanted a full share. Gotta love it. So I bought her a full share of Apple at $132.47. Now it really sucks because what a week ago it was about 124. Go back about a month, it was 112. Yeah, it stinks, but you know, what we're doing here is we're not trying to time the market. We're spending time in the market and she just is turning 12 and I'm praying she's going to keep this custodial account for a while. Now on Schwab, the way it works is they can't take control of it until they are 21. So when she turns 21, she will be able to take control of this custodial account and do what she wants with it. And she bought uh, a whole share of Apple. I think it's high priced, but you know what? They're coming out with Apple Car in 2024. They say, I think it'll be released sooner. That's going to be interesting. That's, man, you got a lot of Apple heads out there. And holy cow, <laughs> people are going to bend over backwards for that. So Apple, on their quest to take over the world and be ubiquitous and seen everywhere, my daughter got a full share of Apple. I love that. And then she put $60 into Starbucks, which she already owns Starbucks, $40 into a new position in Amazon, just like her sister, ticker symbol AMZN, which again, I think is high, but they have room to grow and growth. And uh, I saw an Amazon Fresh store when I was driving around. It's under construction, not open up yet. That's that's going to be interesting. Amazon, again, they're trying to go everywhere as well with Apple. So she started a position in Amazon and then $40 into McDonald's, ticker symbol MCD. New position for her, by the way. She wants McDonald's. Going to get McDonald's. I, I love it that these kids can just buy 40 bucks, 10 bucks. You could put $5 in Amazon. She also owns Cat, Caterpillar, ticker symbol CAT, which she is up nice on because when we got their stimulus money, we, we bought Caterpillar. And she's up, God, I think a, almost 200 bucks on those shares. 
I think it was like 111, 109 we were getting those at. So she put just 10 bucks in a cat. <clears throat> she likes Caterpillar. We, we point them out. We go by construction sites or road crews, and I always point out when there's cat equipment. And then $22, what she had remaining, remaining and left over $22 into Disney, which uh, she also owns that. And that's what the kids did. So I love it. They have a lot of time. And in the future, I think this is going to be pretty, pretty damn good for them. And Apple, yeah. hey, you know, I think Tesla's insanely overvalued, but it kills me because before split, I had two shares at, I believe it was 210 or 220. <clears throat> and as I tell you, I took the advice of some quote unquote experts that they were going to go bankrupt and their finances were horrible. And it was uh, Elon Musk is like um, Carnival Barker. He's the new um, Ringling Brothers, I guess. I, that's, no, uh, oh, was it Barnum, P.T. Barnum, that he's the new P.T. Barnum. <clears throat> so ah, I sold those. I sold those for a $20 profit. Holy hell, I, I missed out on thousands if I would have held. You know, that's fine. I can't go back. This is what, what I say. We are powerless to change the past. And I'm woken up a little bit. My, I think my kids are stirring upstairs. They're going to want to get gifts. So we're going to wrap this up quick here. I'm going to get to my, basically, I didn't do anything in the SDIRA account, the self-directed IRA. What I did do in my bridge account, though, <clears throat> is I bought a few shares this week, very light. I bought one share of Kimberly Clark, ticker symbol KMB, at $133.02. So that pays $4.28 annually, and that was a starting yield of 3.22%. I bought two shares of Altria, ticker symbol MO, because their ex-dividend date was December 24th, and the ex-dividend date is the day they start trading ex-dividend where they pay out the dividend, so their shares drop by $0.86 cents a share on, well, the market's not open today, uh, no, it was on the 24th, yesterday. So the 23rd, I had to buy by Wednesday. So Wednesday, I bought two shares and I spent, I didn't, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't write it, 85.50. It was like 42 and change I bought that at. Anyway, I, I wrote down the total I spent. So uh, 85.59 <laughs> divided by two, that's what I spent. Uh, they do pay uh, $3 and... Oh, I didn't write this out. I'll just give you the total. $6.88 total on that per year is what I added. Uh, I, I got my numbers here. So Kimberly Clark gives me $4.28 annually. Those two shares of Altria are $6.88 for a 4.01% starting yield. So over 4%. Altria is coming up a bit. They were over 7 for a while. <clears throat> and then Pepsi. My one share of Pepsi. Pep, pep. I bought my PEP. $144.25, which to me is crazy. And I probably wouldn't be buying at these prices, but it's such a solid company. And as I said, my, my strategy is to buy for income. I'm buying for passive, passive income. I'm buying income streams. And yes, you get a better bang for your buck. The, the starting yield on that is only 2.83%, but it does pay $4.09 per year per share. So all in all, just with those four shares, I added $15.25 of annual income coming my way. Puts me at $1,745.66 USD. 
That breaks down $145.47 annually, $33.57 a week, $4.78 a day. So we're getting close to five bucks a day, just like that. I mean, it goes quick. And the hourly, 0.19 cents. So 0.1993. I think I said I was going to push over 20 cents this week. So close. Next week should do it. Next week should do the trick. I only got uh, seven hundredths of a cent to go. No, seven thousandths. I don't know. I'm bad at math. And I, I got it. Anyway, I'm going to go. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Talking. I didn't even eat breakfast or nothing. I came down and started recording. So follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Merry Christmas, by the way, if you do uh, celebrate Christmas. I know I have listeners all over the world. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever end of the year festival that the Christian religion adopted a lot from, there were a lot of end of the year pagan festivals. Won't get into that now. Uh, YouTube at Rusty, uh, no, Dapper Dividends I am on YouTube. Who am I? I'm Dapper Dividends on YouTube. Check that out. I'm doing the 365-day challenge of videos Every day I'm putting out some kind of video. They're getting longer because I have a tendency to talk. And I'm trying to keep them under two to three minutes. But the last couple have been about five. That's okay. And the song of the show. Oh, for crying out loud. I, I don't know. I didn't do it again. I didn't pick a sh- I didn't pick a song. So I don't know. My my mind is going blank. I'm trying to think of, you know what? We'll do, I don't know if I did it. I think I did Strong Reaction by Pegboy. So I'm feeling maybe Ramones. I'm going to do the Ramones. What about a punk Christmas song? The only one I know of is Merry Christmas, Baby Don't Want to Fight by the Ramones. So let's do that. We'll do good old, I haven't done anything by the Ramones. They're another one I could just do so many of. I do remember being a young man and hearing this song and thinking like, well, everybody's got to do Christmas songs, so why not the Ramones? And (laughs) there's not really much more to it than that. I really do thank you for stopping by and listening to me talk a little bit about Coca-Cola and what dividends and things I've bought this week. So kids are up. They want to open up some presents. They're all patiently waiting for me. God love them. God bless them. I am also going to interview them for my YouTube video that I will be putting out this weekend. I'm going to just recap some of the things you just heard right now, but I'm going to talk to each of them on camera and we're going to discuss what they bought. So hopefully they'll just give me more than because I like it, uh, because I like it, because I like it. And that's, uh, that's what we will do. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Remember, be an individual, be yourself, and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Take care.